path to awakening of your best version of being by Ion Farwar until you make the unconscious conscious it will direct your life and you will call it fate call Jung hi this is Ion Farwar I'm glad you're here today I would like to invite you to contemplate on your life's journey as a story. A story of the best person that you are meant to be and everything that you were born to do and manifest in this world. You and I may think of our lives as insignificant and only two out of many in grand scheme of things in the world. But... If we contemplate on this for a moment, the world we live in won't be as interesting without us human beings and the lives we live. So, what gives the world its energy is our collective presence in it. The world is an ocean, we are the water that fills it. The world is a venue, we are the guests who bring it to life. Without us and what we manifest in life, this venue is cold and soulless. Without songs and melody, without philosophy or poetry, without compassion and love, without creative imagination and art, without warriors and legends. What does give our collective presence in the world such value? It is the value of your life, my life, and everyone else's around us. It is the exercise of our creative imagination in this world. It is the choice you and I make about how to live our lives. The choice that depends on first knowing and then honoring who we are born to be, what we are here to do, and why we should do that. But how do we know who we are born to be? Our lives seems to be full of distractions, leaving no room for us to contemplate on this. Who can help us find the true destination of this life's journey we are in and show us the path to an ideal image of what our life can be? Who is going to awaken us to our potentialities? to become the best version of ourselves. We do. But how? Unconscious dimensions of our being. To be awakened in life, we first need to recognize that not everything we experience around us is based on what we have learned in life or things we are fully conscious of. In fact, most of our thoughts, feelings, and behaviors are driven by impulses from unconscious dimensions of our being. The idea of our psyche having conscious and unconscious dimensions deserves a separate discussion. 
It is the very foundation of analytical psychology of Sigmund Freud and Carl Jung. For our purpose here, all we want to recognize is that our mind has unconscious dimensions whose impulses have significant influence on what we feel, think, or do in life. It would be useful to consider a simple example here to clarify what I mean by unconscious impulses. An example of unconscious impulses in our mind. Imagine John who thinks of himself as being lazy. He sees his laziness as the main reason for him not to have achieved much in life compared to his friends, classmates, or peers. He has become self-conscious about his laziness and feels shame for not being able to address it. He has also become sensitive to sarcastic remarks people make about his laziness, further confirming his own self-criticizing view of himself. In this example, John is conscious about him being lazy, but he is not conscious about why he behaves that way. In other words, the impulses that causes John to be lazy are coming from the unconscious dimensions of his psyche. These impulses could come from some emotional burdens from his past experiences in life at early age. Alternatively, these impulses could also be indicative of John not having a goal or clear direction in life to justify his motivation. Either way, if John manages to recognize the unconscious impulse behind his laziness, he may find new insights leading to healing or his personal transformation. Angel of Individuation Now, I would like to invite you to do a short experiment. Take a few moments to go inside and see if you can notice the part of you that wanted you to be here today listening to these words. As you turn your focus inside, just ask out loud, what part of me are you that wanted me to be here today? See if you notice or feel this part and why it wanted you to be here. Notice that this part is the one who is keeping you curious and interested about your life and who you truly are. It wants you to care about your life, its purpose and its meaning. Who is this part? What is its intentions for you? And why it wanted you to be here today? This part is your angel of individuation, the one that exists in you, in me, and in everyone else 
to keep our passion alive and help us find and actualize our potentialities within us to an ideal state of being in this life. To simply become who we are born and meant to be. The term individuation comes from Carl Jung's depth psychology and in most simple terms means becoming individuated or fully aware of who we truly are. Its job is to help you notice and understand the impulses from your unconscious mind so you can become self-aware living in full harmony with dynamic of life. Angel of individuation is a part of you that wants you to actualize your best version of being. You're here because there is another version of you that exists out there and could come to being in this lifetime. That is an ideal image and the best version of who you can be. You can even call it your higher self. It is likely that you may not yet fully grasp what this ideal image of you is or should look like. But the part that brought you here knows exactly who this ideal image or your best version is. This part brought you here because it believes in you and wants you to notice, embrace and actualize this ideal state of your being in this lifetime. Angel of individuation is not an abstract concept we need to believe in. It is a real source of wisdom within us. If we focus on it, we can actually feel and connect to it. You can also view it as your soul or innermost essence or wisdom, your spirit guide, your celestial twin, and if you are spiritual, your guardian angel. I will create a separate post on this concept to share some psychological, shamanic, and historical evidence in support of its existence. I personally experienced the presence and influence of this source in my ongoing life's journey. Without life-promoting impulses of our angel of individuation, we will not transform to the ideal version of our being. We will not be able to realize and fully actualize our emotional, intellectual, and spiritual potentialities as humans. By being here, we are connected to and honoring our angel of individuation without even noticing it. So the only thing left to do now is to deepen our connection to it. Most important questions in life. I hope you have been able to relate to the idea of angel of individuation, the part inside you that wants you to actualize your ideal image of being, the best version of yourself in this life. But noticing this part within you is only the beginning of your transformation. You still need to find out or at least have an idea who the ideal image of yourself is and how you can become that person. More specifically, you need to find the answers 
to the following questions. Who is your ideal image or best version of you in this life? What is blocking you to manifest this image and become your best version? How can you clear these blocks from your path to your best version? At first, these questions may seem hypothetical or simply a philosophical exercise. But what if if I told you these are real and the most important questions you can ask yourself in life? And if you wanted to, you can find answers to all of them. Finding our ideal image of being. Finding the ideal image and best version of you may not be as trivial, but I'm sure you have some ideas who your best version is. To me, the best version of being is the one who is able to be at peace with everyone, lives life with intention and a sense of purpose, and knows the true meaning of life. I brought up the idea of angel of individuation earlier because I believe the more internally connected we are to it, the closer we get to our ideal version of being. One useful exercise that can help you in this process is to start writing notes to yourself, listing all qualities you wish to embody in life. Writing helps you connect internally and brings clarity and structure to this soul-searching process. Noticing what blocks our ideal image of being. Once we discover who the ideal or best version of us is, the next question would be how to actualize it. This usually leads us to mental blocks that prevents us from becoming our ideal versions of being. Let's consider an example to clarify this. Mary has noticed artistic talents in her, even going back to her childhood. When she paints, she feels a sense of peace and purpose inside knowing how her work could bring joy or inspire imagination in others. She sees being a career artist as her ideal version of herself. But for some reason, every time she wants to take serious steps toward her artistic career, a part of her personality emerges, making her drag her feet until her enthusiasm is taken over by other distractions in her life. This pattern continues to repeat itself, preventing her to follow her dream to become a career artist. In this example, a part of Mary's personality is blocking her from pursuing her ideal image in life. All she needs to do is to notice what this part of her is and why it does that. 
Is it a part of her that does not fully trust her talent? Or a part that worries about failure? Addressing what blocks our ideal image of being. The pursuit of our ideal image in life is usually challenged by our emotional, psychological, or intellectual mental blocks. In most cases, our mental blocks are generally psychological and related to parts of our personality that have experienced emotional traumas, mostly going back to our childhood or when we were much younger. Going back to our previous example, Mary should first notice the part that is blocking her. For example, a part of her that does not fully trust her talent and worries about her failure. The good news is that there are powerful psychological approaches, such as IFS self-leadership, that are making it much easier to identify and unburden the parts that create mental blocks. Once these parts are unburdened, they no longer block our path toward our ideal image of being. Links to IFS self-leadership and other concepts presented here are provided in the description below. Closing Remarks In closing, please note that my views presented here are based on my own personal experience and mentorship approach and are not meant to represent a scientific or academic discipline or perspective. They are meant to serve as inspirational ideas and useful information on your pursuit of ideals in life. I want to leave you with the following three takeaways. First takeaway is that without life and our creative impulses, our world becomes uninspiring and mundane. Second takeaway is that there is a part inside us that knows what we are here to do and who we are meant to be. This part presents itself through passion, curiosity and inspirations to help us find and pursue our ideal image and best version of our being. This part is our angel of individuation, our soul, our celestial twin, spirit guide or simply our most inner essence and wisdom. Last takeaway is that we all need to go on a vision quest to discover our ideal image of being in life and find a way to actualize it. If we chose to ignore this ideal image of being, it will stay inside us as an unfulfilled destiny, like a caterpillar that never gets to experience its magical metamorphosis to a butterfly. If you have found this presentation inspiring, please share or subscribe to my channel so I feel encouraged to create similar content in the future. Blessings.